Hi, hi. I'm Kristen. Hi, hi. I'm Remy from Japan. Yeah, I'm Kristen. I'm Chinese, based in Shanghai right now. I'm working here. Hey, I'm Remy. I'm based in Nagano, in Japan, and also working. So this would be our first episode of of our podcast. Shall we like introduce why we start this channel? I actually don't remember. Who started well, talking about podcast? Was it me? Um. Yeah, I guess so. I think it was actually like, me, like who came up with the idea. I I just wanted to like, I love listening to podcasts. That like I just thought like it would be cool to like, you know, share my thoughts and ideas. But then like I didn't know who to talk with. But but actually we keep on you know phone keep on phone calling each other and share our. Trivial stuff of our lives.、Mm. So yeah, we were thinking about that idea, and this would be the best combination. Like we can talk to each other and also share our life to the audience. Yeah, exactly. So that's why we're gonna start a podcast, and this is our first episode. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and yeah, I guess we we need to, you know. Do a self introduction and to tell, tell the people how we met each other. Why would a Chinese girl, you know, still talking to a Japanese girl when, like, the COVID nineteen is going on, and we are stuck at home? Yeah. Like this, this is the only way we can, you know, connect. Exactly, and like it's really like surprising like how we keep in touch after. It's been like three years since we met. Really, it's been three years. I know. So okay, we'll be talking about how we met. When was、yeah. that actually? Like I think it was twenty eighteen, right? It is three years. Twenty <laughs> eighteen. Oh my god! All the memories in the UK so still on my head. Yeah,、like. it's. I clearly remember. It was really a special time for both of us. Yeah. So in. Twenty eighteen, we were, um, we were studying in the UK in Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah, we were being、um, a local Geordie there, right? <laughs> Which is a big lie, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, I joined the um Anglo Japanese Society in our university. Yeah, and that's where we met the first time.、Mm. When was it? Like I, I think that was like the end of the year, wasn't it? Twenty eighteen. I think it was the end of the last week of November. You said you remember clearly. Come on. <laughs> I can't remember now. But like, at least you remember the first impression you had towards me. Right, my first impression. Among all the Asian students there, I found. Like you are the one who keeps on, like who talk really frequent English, and I felt you were so confident when you meet new people because I'm not that kind of person who can you know socialize with a group of people, like the first time I met. Really, you had that impression towards me. I'm surprised to you know. Yes, <laughs> did I told you before? No, you never did. 
We never no? got to share this, I think. <laughs> really? Yeah, that that was my first impression. Oh yeah, I'm glad um, to hear that. But like, I don't see myself that way, to be honest. I think I could be really shy sometimes. Right. Yeah, like my first impression. Um, I feel you're kind of like Shioli, that kind of person. Oh yeah. Who can you know? Yeah, Shioli is one of our Japanese friend, and she's quite. Um, outgoing, mm-hmm. confident. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you are like more girly in, in a good way. I mean, and yeah, maybe. I think like I'm more yeah. like emotional than her, maybe. Right. Yeah, that's true. And, like show, like express my emotions more than her. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll take that as a compliment. Um, the, <laughs> um, the impression I had was Kristen. Um, I just thought like you're quite quiet, but also like I thought like she's really a cool type of girl because, like, really? I don't know. Like, although like you don't really like say stuff. I mean, or like talk mm-hmm. that much. I think like your word choices are like quite sophisticated. That like, it really gave me that kind of impression. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I mean like even that's the same. I have like the same impression about you still now on, because、right. I think you care like how you express your thoughts and emotions. Yeah, I do. I guess um, I care about every word I say. Yeah, because I know like words can. Affect people. I don't want to hurt anyone else. So, I mean, like many of my Japanese friends said, how I talk was a bit like Japanese because, like in Japan's culture, you you might care a lot about others' feeling. Right. Yeah, we do have that culture. Whereas, like me, I think I could be really straightforward. <laughs> You are a bit straightforward, yeah. In terms of Japanese people, I guess. I think so. That's why, like, it kind of makes me easier for me to like speak English because it tends to be like more straightforward and like I think we like in English we have like more conversation about like exchanging ideas and stuff. So yeah. So do you do you think your characteristic changes when you talk to? Other people in English. Yeah, actually, I yes, I do, and I've had like quite a lot of like problems, like after I started to work in a Japanese、right. traditional company because I really had、oh, to care、like... a lot, like how people would perceive me, and I was really like trying to be quiet because I was really terrified to like express my thoughts and stuff because I feel like people would judge me. Hmm.、Mm. What about you? Do you think your personality changes when you speak Chinese and English? Yeah, I do. Like, um, when I talk to people in English, I feel I tend to be more straightforward. I can express myself. I don't. I don't care whether people are judging me or not, and I feel really confident. I feel、um, more confident talking English as well, maybe because like、right. the society, like how the society works, is like a bit different. Like in Asia, in society, it's like more collective. 
whereas like mm-hmm. in the western society it's more like individualistic so people like focus more on like people's individual personality and stuff i guess i don't know yeah. how it's yeah. actually like different but that's the impression i have at least yeah like i feel when i'm in um like chinese community you have to care about others feelings and you need all the words you said represents your, yourself right then and you tend to care whether people are uh, agree with you like true it's the same here too and cuz yeah if you say something too extreme they would think you are you are like an outsider um, dif- uh, outside or different from us right it's the same um, but like in in the UK i feel people don't really care about you and because everyone is different and they respect that yeah like mm, exactly i i really have that kind of problem mm. not problem but like i ha- like a struggle like living and like working in like a japanese company but i guess and like maybe that's like, like an asian thing is it i wonder probably yeah i i like i kind of had this like impression that like chinese tend to be like more straightforward mm comparing to japan it they definitely is like an outspoken mm yeah i feel like chinese are quite i feel like women really have a strong yeah a bit aggressive sometimes mm mm-hmm. but normally i don't know i feel chinese people are they dare to say something negative towards the strangers or stuff um i mean yeah i i feel that's quite interesting because when i was in the uk when i was in the society mm-hmm. i have so many japanese friends around me right i was a bit afraid if i'm going to say something that offends you right cuz i know there's difference between different cultures and and like japan is a, a bit more similar to the uk that you care about others right. and like but in china we kind of just point out what i feel mm and see. we don't really yeah we don't bother that much but i like both way cuz um I mean when I talk to my Chinese friends I also care about their feelings. Of course. But we can joke around as well. Right. So I guess that's just the thing to find the balance. Yeah, I think like it's really cool like how you learned, you know, how it works in different countries because yeah, that's the advantage you got like when you get to learn another language, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Mm. And I found it's quite interesting that you have a phrase in Japanese that's called kukyo yomu. <laughs> yes. I was quite surprised that you would say that. Yeah. It's really common thing. Which yeah, it means it's, like to read between lines. 
Yeah, to read atmosphere. Yeah, it like if you translate it like literally, it means like to read the air, but yeah, it means like to read between the lines and say things that that's appropriate mm-hmm. it, at that timing. I was quite surprised when you have such kind of phrase to, you know, reminds people to say something appropriate. Yeah, do you actually know like it's actually. Could be a slang, ky. Oh, really? Yeah, people say like if you, like if you say something that's like out of, you know, something that you're not allowed to say. People say ky, mm-hmm. like kuki omenai, which K-Y. means like you cannot read between oh. lines. Mm, I can feel your pressure when you was complaining about your work environment. Yeah, I think like I'm like thinking a bit too much, but. To be able to kugi or yomu, it's something mm-hmm. that's important. I feel in our culture, and I really want to like respect that. But at the same time, I got like strong opinions at certain stuff, so it just becomes like a conflict in myself. <laughs> After this overseas experience. Have you changed? Right. Do you think you have? One of the most thing I found in my life was that you, it everything is possible. You need to dream big. Hmm. That's a good motto to have. I think. Dream big. Yeah, because um, like some of our friends, yeah, the last day. They were in the UK. We had a deep conversation together. We were talking about have you changed after this experience, and we were all saying that I yeah we felt so hopeful of our life, like you after seeing different peoples all walks of life, you will know what kind of life you want to have. Right, and. I've heard so many conversations like these strangers talking on the plane, or the, the the professors telling the students that you have so many possibilities. You you have to try,、mm. and no matter what age you are, no matter what kind of race, what kind of your gender,、mm-hmm. regardless of this, like you have, you are an individual who can. Make decisions by yourself, so for sure, yeah. You, yeah, you can live any like in the way you like, yeah. And also, I felt this year I found my interest in art industry,、mm-hmm. and I just like make the best use of my time to create like videos. I do. Um, photograph. I travel along,、mm-hmm. and I've done so many cool stuff. I've never imagined I I would do. I actually、so. really love her videos and photos. So, yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> I hope like everyone、yeah. like who listens to this podcast will be able to like, you know, be able to like, look up your videos and photos. Yeah, that would be really nice. <laughs> yeah, I feel this year is. A turning point to 
make me think more about my life. Definitely, yeah. yeah, it was the same with me. Yeah, so what about you? What about your experience? Um, like it really was the year that changed me as well. It was so special. Um, like one of the things I changed was like the values I had, and also like how I think about my future. Like I used to think I have used to have this big dream to work in, like, the UN or like some kind of like big world like kind of organization, because like. Mm-hmm. When I used to live in India, like I saw like a lot of pe- poor people, like you know, living right. on the streets and stuff, and also like it was kind of my mom's like direction to like push me forward. She kind of expected me to like work in the UN, for some reason. Mm-hmm. She was like kind of pushing me. Right. I think like it's like a common goal to have. I feel like when I was in the UK, I kind of thought like I. It's really nice, like how I was dreaming that I want, like people's happiness. But then, like,、mm-hmm. I thought, like maybe, like before putting people's happiness, I should put my f- happiness first.、Mm-hmm. And then, like when I start to think about my happiness, I kind of get into a limbo because I feel felt like what I was pursuing until then. It kind of made me realize like how I was being really materialistic, like towards things. Like owning stuff made me happy, but then like seeing the people like in the UK, I just felt like there are different things that they value, like the conversations、right. that you have with strangers on the train, at the pub and stuff. I think like the tea culture and those kind of small things really represent that. And it really、mm-hmm. affected me quite a lot. So yeah,、um, like my values and also my life purpose changed a lot in the UK and this in this one year. That's what I heard from most of my friends who's been to the UK. What, what did what did your friends say? They just really appreciate every little moment of their lives.、Mm. You you feel the time slows down. And when you see like the elderly people, they greet you at the corner of the road,、mm-hmm. or you see some strangers talking about their lives on the train. Right. And like, it's so easy for the strangers to talk to each other、mm. at any occasion, which will never happen in China. I would say, you you would feel the the distance. Between the strangers are so close. Yeah, I think like、And、I don't know. Like、mm-hmm. I feel like in Japan, people could be less interested in people. Right, I guess that's the same in China because we have too many people. Yeah, and you just want to get yeah, you just want to get rid of the population. You don't really want to you know 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 about the strangers. Right. I don't know, like in Japan, like the population's like going down, and like it's, I mean, it's like more than the UK, but like it's not really like as big as in China, and like. But then, like,、mm-hmm. I feel like, I I said like Japan as a collective country, but like, I think it's individualistic at the same time because, um. 
I don't know. I think like it's rare to have like a really deep connection with people. Right. For some reason. I don't know. I think like it's more like family oriented than like, you know, being close with friends. I I find like Japan has such a interesting combination. Like you are really traditional. You have really traditional culture. Mm-hmm. At the meantime, you embrace the Western culture so well. Right. And when I travel there, yeah, I used to travel alone in Japan, and I find that like nobody really cares about you being alone. So I feel really chilling, you know, going around by myself and have dinner. At a pub,、mm. and they have so many seats for just one person. Right. And I found that quite interesting because people are used to getting along. Yeah, it's getting、Japan. more common. You know this like ramen、yeah. shop called Ichirang. Yeah, Ichirang. I've I've been there. Yeah. So like basically the seats that they have like it's like in the for like one person, and like you cannot even see the staff like. Serving you the ramen. You've yeah, been there. Just, I've been there, and I've been there too. I, I was feeling a bit awkward because you know、oh, no. I don't speak, I don't speak like fluent、uh. Japanese, but I need to order my food and saying, "Gochisousama deshita" after I <laughs> finish my dinner. So I was like, "Okay, I will try this.、Oh, I, I can do this by myself." myself. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool experience you got. Yeah, I actually like don't like. I mean, I kind of feel like a, it's a bit lonely to like have a meal by yourself. I mean, like it it's like a way to enjoy. I think, but then like I think、mm-hmm. like my love language is like more like sharing the food with people, the people you are like you are living or like you know with a family and stuff. So yeah, I got what you mean. I I feel. I don't feel comfortable when I have food by myself. Yeah, the same. Yeah, because when I when I eat something, I I feel like I need to read something else or have some else stuff to do. Yeah, actually, like it's really a bad habit of mine. But like I'm scrolling like my phone when I'm eating lunch、mm-hmm. because there's nothing I could do while eating. Yeah, that's not really enjoyable. Hmm. I would prefer to like have it with someone that I get along with, and like have a、yeah. good conversation. I know. Yeah, we need such kind of, you know, face to face connections. Definitely. Speaking of this, how is it like after the COVID nineteen? How's life? Um, it definitely has like made it difficult for me to travel to different prefectures.、Mm-hmm. Living in the rural Nagano is like a bit of a suburb, like out of Tokyo, like three hours away. So, like in China, do you think it has affected, like, COVID has affected your life? Yeah, it definitely is. I feel like our daily life order is changing. Like, I guess people are like starting to. Thinking about the new ways of work, and this definitely makes technology develop so 
much faster. So everything just goes online. I got an yeah. impression that like China is like already quite developed in terms of like technology. Like, yeah, and it kind of freaks me out sometimes because um you can pay by your face. What? You can do that. Yes. Seriously. And <laughs> It seems like every single information about yourself is on your phone, so I can't imagine what if I lost my phone, my my money, and all the information would get revealed, and so many changes in these ten years. I feel like even after I came back, I felt a really strong culture shock, and. I feel can't get used to this fast pace of life. Right. I feel a bit overwhelmed. I see. And and after the COVID, I've I found it makes me start to rethink about the relationship, like about my families and friends, how we deal with all the relations,、mm. and like. And also my friends from other countries, like, um, since since maybe we cannot meet each other because of the space. Hmm. Um. What else can we do to make deep connections? I see. Yeah, like so many stuff going on on my mind, like after the COVID. Hmm. I don't know. With me, like COVID. I had like a kind of like mental incline, like after I、mm-hmm. came back to Japan from my study abroad,、yeah. for like multiple、yeah. reasons. So like I think like it kind of made me realize like it's not just me who's like suffering from mental health, and like、mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting like how I recovered from it like while COVID. But、mm-hmm. then like it's really a tough time that like it you cannot really travel to. Like that far, because like、yeah. at least for me, like I get like a lot of energy from like going to places and you know just being a stranger at a random place、mm-hmm. and meeting lo- local people and stuff. Yeah, I miss that feeling as well. Yeah, right. If you would like go to a different country right now, where would you want to go? If I can travel, I want I want to go. Where do I want to go? I probably Spain. I don't know. Um, maybe America. America, really? How come? Yes. That was like a surprising answer to me. I'm surprised, really. Why? I don't know. You. I just had the impression that you would like say somewhere in Europe. Right, but I haven't been to America. No. And... No, and. Yeah, I want to see the life in New York.、Mm, I'm really curious as well. I've been to like LA, right? But like, how was it? Um, I don't know. I personally didn't really enjoy the food that much. I I just like went to those like typical touristy places that I didn't really see the、mm-hmm. local life. Oh,、uh, I want. I should I want go there. Go, yeah, I want to go to LA as well because I, I've seen many movies were shot in that place. La La Land. Yes, love I love that film. <laughs> yeah, so I'm that kind of person who will, you know, 
like troublesome while that shot some certain films or or like yeah or some literature stuff happened there have you been to like somewhere to just because like you read a story from that place uh yeah where was it yeah like i went to the shakespeare bookshop in paris paris yes wait like I I watched a movie about like the Before Sunrise series. I was gonna Do say you know that. that. Yes, that where one. she was writing the signature. No, he was writing the yes. signature. Like the second, the second episode. Of yes, movie. I love that but as like, well. But the day I went there, they didn't open the shop. That's so I just took a photo outside. Mm. But I will definitely go back there sometime. Oh, there's a winner next time. I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. No idea. Like it was there. I was like focused into the movie. I guess I should watch it again. It was a uh, yeah in Paris. Yeah, it was in Paris. The first one was in um Vienna. This one is Vienna, right? Yeah, that film is like one of my favorite as well. Right, so romantic. It's really romantic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are just basically romantic two girls. Yeah, talking about random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess for the following episode, we will keep on doing this as well. Like, talk about anything that. Goes on on my mind. Yeah, I'm really excited for the next one as well, and I hope you, you all listeners are as well. Mm, I guess this would be the end of our first episode. Yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.